everybody. This is Jesse Shrek with Practical Missions Cohorts and uh, currently in Italy as we are serving the Lord and getting our uh, evangelism efforts uh, going again, discipleship efforts and church planting. And uh, the title of our update today is In Italy and at His Service. Uh, this was the email update that we sent out uh, just recently and this would be the audio version of that where we can unpack it, expound it a little more and uh, be of service to our supporters and partners in the ministry, help them to understand more and hear more uh, what's going on here, how their prayers are being used and affected, how they can continue praying, particularly for certain situations and so on, and be truly partnered in in the ministry here uh, in Italy. Uh, so uh, our previous update had to do with us uh, leaving the USA, coming back over to Italy, and uh, by God's grace, we are now here. Uh, we had a good trip. Uh, we're now established. Jet lag, thankfully, has passed. That's always brutal. Uh, people love traveling and so on, but I personally don't like to travel as much as I just like being in the destination. Uh, I'm not a big traveler at all, and uh, to me, it's actually really hard. All the uh, the jet lag and everything uh, is, is not, not so pleasant. When you're wide awake at 3 in the morning, you know, unable to sleep or... <laughs> It can be tough for a while, and then readjusting, and then you're hungry all of a sudden at midnight, you know, and you're like unbelievably hungry. Uh, these things are hard. But in any case, uh, we're back, we're going, and uh, uh, in this update today, we'll, uh, we'll mention some of the photos that are in here that we shared and, and the story behind those. Uh, we'll do another short update, uh, a couple prayer requests, new prayer requests, things you can pray for. Uh, we'll also look at, uh, we'll start out now with a, a brief exhortation uh, from J.C. Ryle on Luke uh chapter 13, uh, regarding repentance and the importance of repentance. Uh, so typically we share uh, in these updates also uh, a Bible verse, something that has touched our hearts of recent, uh, put it in its context a little bit, unpack the meaning or the idea behind it, how we can apply that to our lives, uh, a brief uh, exhortation or uh, even a devotional of sorts. And uh, <clears throat> But today we just have this verse and then uh, I, I have a reference on here and a link which I'll uh, also put into the, the show notes for today's episode. Uh, so you can check it out, and we highly recommend it. It's, uh, it's a very good, uh, long article, yet brief uh, um, uh, yeah, writing on the idea of repentance, but very, very edifying, very, very encouraging. And I would, I would suggest if all Christians actually read stuff like this and, and his work on repentance, uh, our Christianity would have a stronger witness in this world. We'd probably see less uh, false converts as well, and uh, and the church would be stronger. So definitely want to recommend uh, that you read this article sometime this summer. Take some time for that. It would be uh, edifying to your soul and uh, not a loss of your time. Uh, I've read it recently and was very encouraged. And uh, just I'll share one, uh, maybe one or two brief paragraphs from it, give you a taste of what it's about and how it can be uh, encouraging for you as well. So the verse we read from uh, Luke 13, 3, and it says this, Except you repent, you shall all perish. Except you repent, you shall all perish. And uh, what I like about this right away is, uh, you know, when we compare biblical preaching to what's common today in, in evangelical preaching, uh, we, we don't hear enough about repentance. I've seen churches, even healthy, good churches, where they, they fear of using the word sin, as if uh, we just need to talk about people's mistakes, not their sin problem. That's not good. That's, that's, not, that's not how it ought to be. We need to use the word sin without shame and just be diligent to define what sin is and so on. But repentance is absolutely fundamental because... It, it literally, it's one of the first things we have recorded of Jesus in his preaching ministry. Uh, repent or you too will perish. I mean, this is a very common theme. And there is so, no salvation without repentance of our sin and then faith in Jesus Christ. These two things that go hand in hand. Repentance and then believing or trusting in Jesus Christ. Uh, but repentance is often uh, very little understood. 
uh, in the evangelical world today, uh, in the world itself today, uh, but it's fundamental, very important, and we can't uh, not understand it. Uh, we need to understand it. We can never understand it well enough. Let's just say that. Very, very important understanding. And uh, <clears throat> I could go on and on talking about this for a long, long time right now, but that's not the point of our, our episode uh, for today. So I'm just going to hopefully whet your appetite a little bit as I read just a couple of these uh, paragraphs. And, uh, and I'll give it to you to go and dive deeper into what it means to uh, repent and be saved and so on, but also to live a life uh, of repentance uh, as you're made new in Christ, a new creature in, uh, united to Christ and so on. There is great place for uh, a lifestyle of proper repentance and understanding that. So very, very good. But let's just see. Uh, here's one paragraph uh, which... I will read. Let's say, I beseech you, he says, by the mercies of God, to lay to heart the things which I have just been saying and to ponder them well. You live in a world of cheating, imposition, and deception. Let no man deceive you about the necessity of repentance. Oh, that professing Christians would see and know and feel more than they do the necessity the absolute necessity of true repentance towards God. There are many things which are not needful. Riches are not needful. Health is not needful. Fine clothes are not needful. Noble friends are not needful. The favor of the world is not needful. Gifts and learning are not needful. Millions have reached heaven without these things. Thousands are reaching heaven every year without them. But no one ever reached heaven without repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. Incredible, isn't it? That's just marvelous to hear and to read. Mind-blowing. Another thing he says here, one last paragraph until we move on to our update. J.C. Ryle, he says also this, Let no man ever delude you into supposing that you can be happy in this world without repentance. Oh no, you may laugh and dance and go upon vacations and crack good jokes and sing good songs and say, quote, Cheer, boys, cheer. And there's a good time coming, end quote. But all this is no proof that you are happy. So long as you do not quarrel with sin, You will never be a truly happy man. Thousands go on for a time in this way and seem seem merry before the eyes of others, and yet in their hearts carry about a lurking sorrow. When they are alone, they are wretched. When they are not in jovial company, they are low. Conscience makes cowards of them. They do not like being by themselves. They hate quiet thinking. They must constantly have some new excitement. Every year they must have more, just as an opium eater needs a larger and larger doses. So does the man who seeks happiness in anything except in God need greater excitement every year that he lives and after all is never really happy. I'll read the last sentence again. Just as an opium eater needs a larger and larger doses, so does the man who who seeks happiness in anything except in God, need greater excitement every year that he lives. And after all, he's never really happy. Uh, so again, I pray that whet your appetite. Go check out this uh, this particular article. It's a long article, but it's good. It would probably be a short booklet, actually. Uh, but very, very good for your soul, edifying, and it will be a great, great blessing to you, I'm sure. 
of that. So God bless you as you do that. <clears throat> Rest, accept you repent, you all shall perish. Very, very profound words of Jesus, not often quoted words of Jesus either. Uh, everybody likes to quote beautiful things Jesus said, not the harsh realities uh, like that that need to be heard though in any case. Uh, what can we say? In the update now, I'm looking at it. I have it on my computer in front of me. Uh, I see uh, there's a picture of my wife, Jerry V, and our son, Cornelius. And here they are in the kitchen. Uh, Jerry V's chopping up lettuce, salad, making a salad for... Uh, uh, here in Italy, by the way, uh, salad comes after the first plate or, 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 or the meal. Uh, so depending on the size of the meal, there would be a first plate which would be a pasta of sorts usually. A second plate would be meat and maybe a vegetable. And then the salad would come after that. Uh, or in a typical everyday situation, you would just have your simple pasta uh, for lunch and followed by a salad. And they're, t- they're, they're adamant about having the salad after that, that main course because it actually aids in the digestion process. It's helpful. And, we're, and they criticize Americans because we eat the salad first at restaurants. We have the salad and then we go to the meal. And they just say we're too lazy to wait for the meal, so we have to eat the salad in the meantime. But it's actually not proper for digestion. I don't know if it's true or not, but in any case, it's a habit of ours for many, many years now. We always have our salad after the meal. And here we have Jerry V and Cornelius at home, and they're just happy to be home, happy to be in our kitchen again with our own uh, utensils, our own things, our own foods, able to do uh, life again as we normally do because it has been a challenge on the road, as you know, in America for about two months, uh, living out of other people's kitchens and homes and uh, at the... You know, yeah, every day on the road is, is not easy. So there actually was great joy in this simple idea of being in our own kitchen again. It's not particularly our kitchen. We do rent. Obviously, we don't own anything here. Uh, but in any case, it's the kitchen God has permitted us to use from the place that he's permitted us to rent out and live out of here as we live to be his witnesses and to plant his church. So uh, praise God for that. They're very happy to be home again. Uh, another photo we have in this particular update, if you look at their update, and that's also in the show notes if you don't have it, you haven't seen it, you can check out the pictures uh, by clicking on the, uh, that link and it'll take you to the update and you'll see this particular update that I'm referring to in this in this episode. Uh, but there's a picture of uh, a church body here. This is the, the church we helped uh, start in Portanone. And uh, by God's grace, we're influential in getting going and through evangelism and discipleship and, and, and church planning. And uh, it was thriving when we, when we branched out and moved on uh, a few years back. Uh, 40 plus people, uh, we moved into a bigger location and, and they were doing great after our departure. Uh, elder training was happening. Um, uh, deacon training was happening. Uh, youth ministry, kids ministry, all kinds of great things going on. Outreach all the time, thriving, truly thriving. Uh, some unfortunate things happened. Uh, I think there was uh, sin in the air. Uh, souls were wounded, damaged. Uh, missionaries left the mission field. Uh, things were left undone. And a great tragedy has happened. Our heart is broken. And uh, I talk about it uh, in this way. But in reality, uh, this was a very heartbreaking thing for us to hear about and to have to go and, and comfort souls uh, regarding this. And, uh, and many hours spent in prayer for these folks and for this church. And... Uh, and we were hopeful before our departure to go to to America. We we saw you know new new people continuing to come to this church. Uh, hope remained. We were going there, encouraging souls, and uh, but we were away for two months. We come back and we found out um, they've all decided to end being a church basically. Uh, so the end of this month, June, will be their last uh, gathering as a body. Interestingly, there may be even a baptism though on the last day, which is kind of neat. Uh, unfortunate, but neat at the same time. If you're going to close a church and baptize on the same day, that that, that is unique. And a number of souls uh, were saved. 
through this church plant. But sadly, uh, in any case, this church plant will no longer be uh, come the end of this month, from what I'm told. And uh, so we were there, and there's a picture. It's just a handful of people gathering at the moment, and everybody's quite discouraged, upset, uh, looking to the Lord. Uh, but they'll be branching out and going to different places uh, uh, just to be part of uh, whatever what other uh, uh, church bodies may be in, in the area. Uh, or not too far. Uh, so heartbreaking thing, and uh, we, we mentioned that. We share the photo uh, just to say uh, it's a true tragedy. Uh, tragedies happen. It ought not be this way, uh, but the world is still fallen. Sin uh, is, is still active and present. The evil one is active and present, and uh, and it's just a tragedy. But pray for those souls that remain. Pray for those who have been wounded, uh, that, that hearts can be healed, and, and something can come uh, of this uh, for, for, for their good and for God's glory and uh, who knows maybe in the future there'll be an occasion for uh, with combined efforts uh, another church body to take form uh, in this area Uh, we'll see we'll see there's a lot to that i can't talk about it all here but um, in any case we just invite you to pray for those folks and the last photo we share about today is uh, little cornelius on the airplane there's a cute little photo of him here gazing out the window seeing the world uh, from above seeing the earth from above and uh uh, he did very good on the flight, and we know that's a result. Uh, we're confident that's a result of uh, many of your prayers uh, for us as we traveled and so on. And and he did uh, amazingly well, probably better than uh, we did actually. Uh, the sad thing about the, the big flight over the sea was that we actually couldn't get seats together. Thankfully, one lady moved so that Jerry V and Cornelius could sit together because he can't be alone, obviously. Uh, and I had to sit like three or four rows up, maybe five rows up, in another place by myself and leave them alone. But God was good, and we got over the. Uh, that and two other layovers or two other flights, short flights here in Europe, and we got home and everything is good. So praise God for that. Uh, the short update, uh, let me just read it here and make a comment or two, and then uh, the prayer requests, and we'll close out with that today. Uh, let's see, we are now oh yeah, over the jet lag. Uh, we're getting back to the Lord's service. Uh, I already mentioned that, I believe. Um, it has been challenging, but we are very excited to be back. That's absolutely true. We're very excited to be back. Uh, we have met with some folks, uh, yep, and we're still meeting with more folks that we've been working with. And, uh, and now we're organizing and preparing to begin, Lord willing, to evangelize again starting tomorrow, which is Friday. Thank you for praying for us. Uh, today's now actually Monday, and by God's grace, we did start evangelizing again on Friday. Uh, a friend of ours, a former co-worker, missionary here in Italy, uh, he's potentially, uh, sounds like he's going back to, uh, to the States sometime in the near future to uh, pursue a seminary degree. Uh, I think it's a good fit for him, very good idea, not bad. Uh, but in any case, while he's still here and in between things, uh, he's uh, available to help us do some outreach, do some evangelism. He has these little signs that he makes and puts up and stands next to him in the piazza for hours, sometimes not talking to anybody bored out of his mind, but other times just people one after another and groups coming to him, talking, asking questions about the faith and, and this and that. And he's very good apologetically uh, the, to explain the faith, defend the faith, and give people a uh, the gospel and challenge them to consider the true gospel. <clears throat> so, great brother in the Lord, we love him dearly, and his wife. And uh, as they're able, they're now coming out and helping us evangelize here in Mestre, and we're very welcome, uh, happy about that. Uh, helping hands here is a wonderful thing for us. And and again, that's even why Practical Missions Cohort has come into existence, uh, partly uh, because we love to be able to get other folks uh, from the Lord's Church uh, in the States uh, involved in His work here uh, in reaching the lost and uh, and planning 
churches, making disciples. So uh, praise God for that. Uh, evangelism is now back up and going. Today's an administrative day for me on Monday. Lots of uh, different administrative tasks to do for the church plant, for the mission, uh, for the family to prosper and, and thrive here as, as we serve the Lord. And then again tomorrow we pick up all the rest of the week uh, with evangelism. It's summertime. It's the greatest time of the year in Italy for evangelism. Everybody's out and about. The sun is out till late at night. It's 10 o'clock till it's dark. I mean, it's just wonderful time of the year my favorite time of the year in italy everything comes alive and it's a peninsula everybody goes to the coast uh, to get into the water but yet they're back and they're, they're out and about and it's just great great for evangelism uh so one of our prayer requests is that pray for our evangelism another quick update uh last lord's day we visited the brethren in portanone i already talked about that uh serious turmoil there is i'm looking at the notes here yeah uh we saw hope for revitalization before we went to the States. We come back, and now there's it seems like there's no hope. It's over. Uh, very sad. A lot of things to that, though. Many layers, as there are. And, uh, nothing is usually black and white, very clear, uh, in, especially in ministry. Everything has multiple layers to it. Everything is very complex, just like every human individual is very complex. Uh, so is ministry, and it's not always black and white and clear. Uh, and sadly... Uh, this church has uh, now is dwindling out. The flame has burned out. But praise God, many souls were saved and edified. So that's uh, that's noteworthy. God did do a genuine work there. And uh, lots of lessons learned, obviously, as well, for missionaries like myself and, and others involved of how to not make similar mistakes uh, going forward or how to prevent uh, certain things from happening that ought not happen. Uh, so praise God for those things, too. Uh, prayer requests. Uh, Pray for uh, us uh, wisdom regarding how we can serve our brothers and sisters there in Portononi in this difficult time. Uh, please pray for us for that. Uh, we're also meeting with our, our, our friends in, in the city of Udine uh, for a transitional period that could be happening. Or definitely it's happening for them, but who's going to take over and continue moving that church forward is up in the air. And we ask you to pray for that as well, that the Lord guide that. Uh, we, as a mission, have uh, our hearts are there with them as well. And uh, we made a commitment that we're willing to, if they desire, to help bring that church uh, forward. Uh, but pray for the Lord to direct their hearts and our hearts in that process as well. And... Um, and then also here in the city of Mestre, where we're now uh, uh, starting up evangelism and revisiting folks and keeping Bible studies moving forward, pray for all those efforts as well. Pray for God to do a, a mighty work here uh, for the salvation of, of souls and the edification of His church. Uh, and then lastly, uh, pray for the U.S. churches that we met with when we were previously just now in the States, uh, that they would uh, pray seriously about how they can get involved in Italy through practical missions cohort so please uh pray for those folks uh that they really think about these things because often as you know everybody's so busy ministries are always so busy we hear things we like things great wonderful but then uh, between uh knowing and wanting and then actually doing there's always a big big gap uh so we we invite you partners already with us in the ministry to go ahead and pray for these new guys uh interested in coming and getting involved personally or coming and sending groups or sending individuals uh to the mission field uh that they would uh really take it seriously and and find grace and strength in the Lord to actually begin executing some plans. Uh, yeah. So thank you so much for you guys who actually hear these prayer requests and, and join us in prayer and take that seriously. Uh, we trust, uh, as many others have said in the past, uh, nothing really of eternal significance does happen apart from the prayer of God's people. So thank you so much for praying for those things. Uh, the vision trip is still a great option. We're still praying. We're hopeful somehow this year we'll see a vision trip come out that will be four or five guys for about five days. Uh, and then we invite them to take a couple more and explore different parts of Italy. Uh, but come and do a vision trip, do some uh, some different stuff with us. <clears throat> Thankfully, we do have four guys coming or two couples coming in uh, in July for two days at least. 
to spend time with us and now we're communicating and I'm making plans. We're going to also do some outreach together, some distributions and some park ministry because uh, there's too much time really. Two whole days just to talk about ministry is, is too much. Uh, we can talk about it as we do it is a better approach and, and we pray that they're willing to do that with us as well and help us reach some lost souls and get the gospel out and that perhaps we'll see somebody get saved while we're talking about ministry. So uh, that's a great, great thing and the vision trip is a wonderful uh, plan for a lot of churches so please uh, consider it and uh, let us know if you or your church would like to uh, organize something and we'd be happy to uh, work with you to make that a reality. Uh, the Q&A, uh, ask, ask a Missionary uh, ministry of PMC is still going, and we have a number of questions that we fielded uh, while we're in the States. Can't remember them all. Wrote down a number of them, though. At least 10 more will be coming uh, in the near future. As we get time, we're going to start recording those answers and to those questions, and we pray that that will be edifying for you as well. Uh, the blog, nothing new on there since the last time, but always continue to check that out, practicalmissions.org slash blog. Always things on there for your edification and encouragement. And... Uh, that's all we'll say for today, guys. Yeah, uh, you can continue praying if you want as well for uh, a PMC administrator for in Italy. Uh, that would be a wonderful blessing to the ministry. Frees up uh, people like myself to devote more time to prayer, the word, and evangelism and discipleship. Uh, and wonderful opportunity for somebody. We're confident of that. Uh, and then also an ESL outreach director. A number of people have showed interest in helping with English as a second language. Uh, a director would be someone who could help organize all that and do it. Uh, as well, and be a great tool in the hand of the Lord to uh, to get the gospel to more people and see more people come to Christ for salvation. So that's it for today, guys. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks for your support, and uh, thanks for tuning in to this podcast. Uh, and like Jesus is driven to his cross, so we drive ourselves to the singular task of church planting in Italy exclusively. God bless you. Ciao, ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the Church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.